Go beyond the superficial. Go beyond the noise. And Hype delivers business knowledge gained from developing and manufacturing hundreds of products, working with high-growth entrepreneurs from all over the world. Focus skills and passion into innovative ideas. Take control. Become the engineer of your own life. Transform product ideas into business realities. This is And Hype. I want to show you how to growth hack crowdfunding product launch campaigns. All right, let's get into this. A little story. Over the last 15 years, if you if you watch my content, you know I've developed hundreds of products with brilliant entrepreneurs, high-growth startups, Fortune 500 companies. I've seen what works. I've seen the patterns of what people did. I realized that as a manufacturer a long time ago, my business could only succeed if my customer wins. If, uh, if you want to make products someone has to sell them, right? If my customers don't sell anything, I don't get to make anything. And my core personal mission is to make cool stuff. So it kind of all goes into my best interest. I formed Red Blue Collective to offer entrepreneurs my experience and my network. That pushed me out there because what I initially thought people's problems were and what it actually ended up being was vastly different. This is why we got to get out there and we got to talk to customers. But after speaking with hundreds of entrepreneurs, not tens, but hundreds of people from dabblers who are just learning information and kind of storing it in like some kind of gluttonous uh, brain information silo to high growth and scaling business owners desperate for solutions, I learned that the obstacles confusing decisions and slowing growth were just, there's just a few things. Really, it all boiled down to a few things, but people needed more than pieces. Tactics and strategies are fine, but putting into action into context required a new approach. I noticed that so many people out in the market, the gurus, the knowledgeable people, they were selling just marketing or just product development. They were selling a sliver of a sliver of the thing that you need to know to move it to the next level. I did something a little different to demonstrate my unique framework, my one clear path. So what we did is we put out a program called Start to Kickstarter Launch in 20 Days. Really cool, very relevant to what I'm doing right now, and we'll get into that as well. I put out this series of seminars. Well, let's back this up a little bit. So to be able to meet hundreds of people to talk to them, uh, I, I went out and I spoke all over the place. So I've spoken at every local college. I've spoken at local and national events. And after every presentation, I love the Q&A section, right? Because it lets me know what obstacles that people have, but it also gives me a chance to do what I like to do, which is just talk on the fly, think on the fly, really add specific contextual value. But after presentations, audiences would bombard me with excuses, not really questions. Whatever the topic that I came up with, it would be the, all the reasons why it wouldn't work for them. And so I started to see some of the themes I don't have the spare time to pursue my idea. I don't have the money to develop my prototype. I don't have access to manufacturers to build my product. So whereas I thought that people, hey, they needed a process for product development, people really, what it was is they lacked time, they lacked money, they lacked resources, they lacked a clear path to go from I have an idea to I have a business. And I heard these excuses in different flavors over and over and over again. And excuses are sweet poison. Excuses make you feel justified while they kill your drive, your dream, and your potential, right? You think, oh, this is this is the real the reason why, but no one cares, right? It's not the reason why. 
hundreds, thousands, millions of people have done something similar to what you are trying to do. And at a certain point, they did it without that excuse or they had to overcome that excuse. To prove my little community wrong, I created this series of workshops to show every step, decision, and outcome. We went through this this whole process. We found a need. We developed a product. We launched a crowdfunding campaign. We used the Makerspace equipment for prototyping, bartered for the campaign video. Got a little bit better at making videos now, but hey, this was four years ago. I used the money raised from the workshop tickets to fund ads. We did great on our on our return on ad spend, but only had a few hundred bucks really to spend. So everything was done after 5 p.m. and on weekends, and it was done within a few weeks. So we literally went from a clean sheet of paper to live on Kickstarter in 20 days. We made a $200 fidget spinner. And this was about six months before the wild craze. Everybody had to have a fidget spinner, but still, I mean, $200 is a pretty expensive fidget spinner. So you can look this up. The Alpha Spinner campaign, so it's Revolve Makers, did $30,017 on Kickstarter and did about another $12,000 in pre-sales after the campaign closed, which is it's pretty good for a product that literally we came up with an idea and we launched it in three weeks. People said that fidget spinners would never be popular and that the business was unscalable. It's like they instantly forgot that this was to prove that their novelty product, they could build a business out of it very quickly. Whereas my background is in making full stack products, plastic and metal, PCBAs, software, firmware, the whole deal. And predominantly, I work with teams to make very technical products. So I wanted to show that my framework works for novelty products, like things that people would make in their garage, their basement, or in a makerspace. But people instantly forgot that and they said, hey, this, this, this sucks. Uh, nobody, nobody's going to buy fidget spinners. This isn't a business. This is unscalable. Well, they're wrong on both accounts because they became wildly successful, wildly popular, multiple billions of dollars. And uh, we were able to derive a business model for collaboration that could be repeated over and over, came up with a scalable business model, but more about that down the road. So they're wrong on both things. So did I say, you know what? You're right. I'm wrong. I guess I was mildly successful, but I should quit. I made another uh, seminar. I said, I'm going to show you how to scale a niche product. I focus on simple strategies that will last forever and they work across any industry. Partnership is a core principle. We literally operate off three principles, brand, offer, partnership, BOP. Does partnerships work for growing a novelty product business? Uh, Yeah, they do. We created the world's most expensive fidget spinner, $700. Some of them sold for $3,000. We spent $0 on ads to sell the product. We sold out in about a week and a half, resulting in a six-figure launch. Get this. The sales were pre-orders. We only made a prototype and posted images along the way to Instagram. How did that happen? How's that even possible? The simple answer is collaborating with launch partners. How Have I been able to replicate that process with clients over and over again in the past four years? If you haven't already, you need to follow the ultimate product launch campaign. So you'll see elements of this in that campaign, how we work with other people, how we work with thought leaders in the space, how we work with early adopters, how we work with people now, you know, they're all crazy about influencers, how we work with people that are influential in our space to gain rapid market traction. So all those fancy things, I'm walking our growing community through, again, every step, decision, strategy, tool, outcome, etc. so you can do it as well. But look, if you're wondering why this works, it's because we ask ourselves, who has our audience, right? Who has our audience? 
and we go and we collaborate with them and we add value. So if you know, we did a fidget spinner with Chris Bathgate, who's a CNC machining sculptor. His work is phenomenal. It's fantastic. And his sculptures can be $10,000, $20,000, and they're easily worth it. So we didn't make the world's most expensive fidget spinner. We made an affordable, accessible Bathgate sculpture. And these collaborations allow us to leverage the brand equity that Chris has, and then our marketing and our manufacturing combine it and do this really great partnership where we got lots of attention. A lot of people enjoyed his sculptural work. We were able to sell them very quickly. People still talk about it. We had massive attention online for it. Um, I mean, just like a fun aside, one time, the first, the, actually the first time that I went to China, I saw a knockoff version of one of the artifact spinners. So the artifact was our collaboration. I saw one of those in a Shenzhen knockoff market. Pretty funny. You travel to the opposite side of the world and you, you see something like that. But collaborations unlock the next level of business. So in B2B sales, we might call these channel partners or distributors, but who can we work with? Who has access to our customers and our audience? So we're not on that ad treadmill. We're not constantly looking for churn on our email list. How can we go farther, faster, more scalable? How can we attract customers instead of annoy them. A lot of that has to do with what offer and who we're bringing that offer to the table with. So we make the $200 fidget spinner. Everybody has the excuses. We make the $700 fidget spinner and people still have excuses and have issues. But along the way, we picked up more and more people that said, yeah, I can do this too. And they implemented and they built a business. Yeah, I can do this too. And this opened up the doors for me to work with more incubators, more startups, more marketing agencies, more uh, inventors, more entrepreneurs, talk to more audiences. And I think it worked so well that we're going to do it again. And that's what the ultimate launch campaign is. So, and we're not going to make a fidget spinner again. So it's too bad for me. We'll have to come up with a new idea, but this is the thing. If you want to hack your product launch, I don't care if you're doing B2B or you're doing crowdfunding. We're going to do Kickstarter just because it puts numbers up on the board and everybody gets to see it. Kind of a hold my beer moment. You'll uh, excuse the saying. The point is that if you want if you want to hack growth instead of having linear growth, instead of paying for every customer, and I love how marketers do this and they look at return on ad spend and they say like, oh, here's what my customer specific customer acquisition cost is and all that. If you want to hack growth, it just looks different. With the strategy that we've deployed and that we will deploy, we get paid for acquiring a customer because we're leveraging someone else's audience. We're paying them for that access, but we make a sale every time. So if you want to learn more about how we do collaborative launches, you have to follow along. Everything from a simple partnership to building out a full joint partnership agreement or a separate entity. There's lots of ways of playing this. As you go through building a brand, really connecting with people, figuring out what their problems are, figuring out what a killer offer, what the gap is in the market, as you start doing the right things, you'll see in this campaign, that story of value that you're offering to customers will attract partners. Because if you're doing what our framework for a great product is, I feel that all great products 
facilitate the transformational change that someone is trying to achieve. People are trying to become something. They have this ideal identity that they want to be. They want to become, they want to imagine themselves to be great products, transport them ideally to that and facilitate their journey in actuality a little bit more towards that. That's what great products do. Great brands master this. This is how people sell premium products. This is how people grow brands very, very quickly. And when we when we start talking about that story of change and we start building a movement around that, that's when people want to participate. And it's a little easier to get those collaborations. It's a little easier to get those partners than if we're saying, hey, I'm trying to sell garbage. You know, I say that all the time because you know exactly what I'm talking about is that the majority of stuff that you buy, you buy it, you use it, and you throw it away. It's it's like ephemera of our life. It's ephemeral. It's here and gone. Whereas great businesses, they have some kind of staying power. And how we have that lasting experience is that we sell transformational change. But when we're selling that with someone that's already an authority in the space, so it doesn't matter if it's a fidget spinner, we're selling belonging, we're selling identity, we're selling a tribal totem that recognizes as somebody as a savvy a savvy collector versus someone who's an outsider. It doesn't matter what change that we're offering. When we're offering that change, it's easier to bring people into that story, whether it's customers or partners. It's easier to get media attention too, I'll tell you that. When you build something significant, something impactful, it's much easier to sell that story to journalists and to bloggers than it is to sell them writing a review about your garbage. But I just wanted to give people a little bit of that background history on the show because you're I I know by now most of most of you are seeing the ultimate product launch campaign. Right. You're seeing the you're seeing maybe you're seeing the ads. Maybe you're seeing it on Instagram. Maybe you're seeing it on Facebook. Maybe you're seeing it in our private community. I just wanted to give it some context. I did it four years ago. I did it for a small audience and I've been really working with startups and entrepreneurs and small businesses to grow since then. And I just want to do this on a massive level, a very organized level and show people what can be done and you have to follow along. So hopefully our product will be successful, but that's the, uh, yeah, that's the long and short of it. Why do this? You know, that's, that's the biggest question that I've gotten so far. Like why Spend the time to do this. And that's it is true. I could just go and I could get another one-on-one client and we could just start building products. And the revenue for that, for that one client is probably equal to more revenue than I'll make for the entire product launch campaign, if not the entirety of that product that we select to build. So I mean, why should I do this? There's a couple of reasons. So there's a positive. And then there's a negative reason. So let's do the positive reason first. The positive reason is this. I love talking to people about ideas. I love seeing people come up with ideas, but I really love seeing people execute on ideas and build businesses with those and have fun with it and have that challenge and overcome it and have that fulfillment. Everyone has a million dollar idea. Everyone is an inventor and everyone's sitting on that idea. So few people actually go out and pursue that idea. And as soon as you do it, you're in an elite crowd. You're an elite group of people. Being an entrepreneur, you're in a small percentage of people, but being a product entrepreneur, having an idea and seeing it through, you're in a very small club. I think that that's really cool. 
I want to facilitate and people that have ideas or are trying to launch or are trying to grow. I want to facilitate getting to that next level. I want to see people build six figure starting seven figure businesses from the content that I'm putting out, not just from the podcast or from the reels of me shouting or holding my dog on Instagram, but from the content that we'll be putting out in the end hype movement from the ultimate product launch campaign and from what's coming next. I want people to you know take that content and build real businesses when they're ready. I'm just hoping that they'll remember and say like, Hey, well, uh, you know, I got so much value. I got so much information from Callie. Maybe you don't agree with everything that I do and everything that I say and all of my strategies, but you learned enough where it puts you forward. And then we get to work together. So that's my big hope is that people will turn ideas into action and that action will grow and that we can collaborate sometime down the road. That's my rosy picture of it. That's my positive thing. Here's my negative thing. I'm sick and I don't care how many times I say this. I am, I'm sick to death of all the nonsense out there of entrepreneur business gurus that have like barely done or not done anything. It's like people selling courses on selling courses on, on affiliate deals or like multi-level marketing, fake CBD oil, or I don't know what people are doing, but it's, it's like this, even the people that are on the level and they're selling these courses, they're very expensive. And a lot of them, they're just a single, they're a single tactic. And if you want to get nerdy with, with me on this is it's about local point optimization you cannot create a business system by optimizing a single point. So people think if I pay $10,000 for this Facebook ad course or thousands of dollars a month for this community, I'll be able to run ads, I'll be able to get sales, and I'll be able to grow my business. I'm like, well, what about what about manufacturing? What about fulfillment? What about customer service? What about the cost of those ads because your brand is terrible, your message is terrible, your offer is into a saturated competitive market and you have very little differentiation. We need to consider all of these things and raise up our value as a system. And people are just selling easy solutions, right? They're just saying they're selling, they're, they're not even solutions. They're selling easy, easy tactics as though that they were solutions to your problems. But if your problem is to create revenue, to free up your time and to reduce your, your overwhelm, your frustration, your anxiety, you need to have an actual clear path of operations. You need to be able to take a single strategy, like they say, "Oh, I'm going to show you how to do. Uh, I'm going to show you how to do partnership deals." I know that I could sell that one course for thousands of dollars. Maybe people could use it and they could layer it into their business, but most people would abuse it and they would try to run a business with no other pieces, no other components, and they would say, "Hey, that doesn't work. Callie's a fake guru." Same thing with Facebook ads. Same thing with social media marketing, I know that more people will want that quick, easy button or perceived easy button. But I also know from a decade of experience and maybe 20 years of marketing things online that it doesn't work. It doesn't work even in the medium term. And sales doesn't always translate into business success. It just translates into revenue in, but it doesn't mean that you're Costs going out will equal actual profit. So like we need to look at it as a whole system. So the positive thing is I want to put out the content that's structured in a way that people can follow along and build amazing businesses. The negative part is I'm on a mission 
to get these fake gurus out of here and build an actual community that people say that is the community for product businesses. If you want to launch, you want to grow, you want to have access to the best information in the world, it's the end hype movement. That's what I want. So those are my thoughts about this. I am really, really excited about the ultimate product launch campaign. I think I think you would derive that from this show. I'm just going to give you that one last call to action. It's going to give you information that even if you're a very experienced product business, you'll learn. My name is Callie Keen, and this has been End Hype.